Hello everyone. Um, wow, it's quite a somber feeling tonight doing this podcast because obviously as a Brit, you try and back the Brits and I wanted a huge night for us Brits going over to New York. Unfortunately, um, it was bittersweet because Boatsy and Callum Smith were outstanding and I'm so happy for Katie Taylor, but she didn't win that fight in my view. Um, it was um, not a robbery, it was a close fight, but an unjust decision. I didn't have a win in that fight, and she very nearly got stopped in that last round. Um, I don't, and Josh, obviously Josh Kelly was lucky to get a draw. Um, the jury's very much out on him. I'm worried he's being rushed too much. I don't think he's the level Adam Booth believes he is. He's not world-class, in my view. He's got an awful lot to learn. And he should stick at European level, I believe, for three or four fights. There's no rush. And I believe Booth is rushing him too much. He's not world-level standard. And that was found out by, let's be honest, a gatekeeper last night in Ray Robinson. But anyway, I don't want to touch on the, the other Brits because um, huge performances from Boatsy and Cam Smith. But I'm going to touch on that. Um, next weekend when I review the rest of the fights but tonight is solely focusing on Joshua Ruiz Um, I don't know where to to really begin Um, watching that fight early this morning I recorded it um, I was kind of numb I couldn't believe what I was seeing I couldn't believe that a 6 foot people say he's 6 foot 2 he's 6 foot He's, 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 he's very small compared to Joshua in height. And his reach, you know, he's given away six, seven inch reach to Joshua. And he's 270 pounds. He's probably, um, you know, 20 pounds from, you know, being anywhere near um, kind of uh, what we'd say fighting shape. But my goodness, um, what a performance. Yeah. Um, uh, as much as I want to praise Ruiz, and I will do for his will and uh, his courage under fire and his hand speed, I've got to touch on uh, Joshua's flaws. And I don't want to jump on the bandwagon. I don't want to kick a man when he's down. It's not, it's not what I'm about. But you have to assess things. Um, and we're going to start with Joshua's jab. It's a worry. Um, and uh, some people have made a very good point today on social media that Joshua's jab for a man his size, 6'7", and a, and a huge wingspan, he doesn't dictate like a, a Klitschko did or a Holmes did with a, a fungus jab, which basically forced the smaller man, small, which most um, fighters will be when you're that high, to keep it at a distance. It's like, a, it's like a soft pepper jab. So people like Ruiz and even Povetkin in his last fight, well, can't just walk him through it. And they can close the distance because the jab isn't spiteful enough. So he really needs to go back and work on that. And he can develop that. A man of his size, power and reach, he can really get a thunderous jab. I'm not saying you're going to get a Larry Holmes jab, which is the greatest jab in my view of all time. Um, certainly in heavyweight. 
but he can do get far more spite on that jab, like a like a Vladimir did. And then once you've you know you're you're distracting and, and, and irritating the opponents with that jab, then you can set up that big right hand because they're not looking for it. They're too distracted by the jab. They're getting hurt by your jab, and then bang. But at the moment they're just walking through Joshua's jab and they're closing the distance, which of course, being a short man, that's what Ruiz needed to do. The other thing that worries me is, is Joshua listening to Rob McCracken? Because I called this early. Again, I'm not jumping on a bandwagon. There's been um, decline, I believe, in Joshua's skills and tactics since he's been with Rob McCracken. Now, I know everyone will go, oh, well, Rob McCracken was with Cole Frotch, and look at them fights scintillating. Yes, they were, but that's Cole Frotch. You know, he, he, you know, he's a blood and guts fighter, and you're not going to change that. Um, McGracken, um, uh, you know, subtly gave him, um, you know, uh, better defensive skills. But ultimately, McCracken is a um, Olympic coach. Um, he's very, very astute with the amateurs, and you know, he he lives off that tight guard. Um, and I don't believe his coaching style. Um, and he's quite a cold person. Whenever you hear him speak, he's not, um, you know, he, you know, he knows his stuff. Don't get me wrong, and he's very calm. But as as Paulie Malinaji said brilliantly um, in punditry last night, he's vanilla. He doesn't give passion. He doesn't give fire, and he doesn't give clear instructions. Now Joshua, um, I don't believe, listens to McCracken enough, and that's that's a big problem. Um, because you need to follow your um, coach to a T. The best coach, the best boxers do. Um, you know, Pacquiao did with Roach. Okay, not so much now, but he did in his prime years. Um, Floyd does it with his father. Um, and, you know, Crawford will do it. Um, Lemachenko does it with his father. They follow instructions to a T. Um, and it worries me when and Joshua kind of um, says that, oh, if I want to get in a firefight, I will do. You know, he shouldn't be saying things like that. He should be doing whatever McCracken tells him to do. And a lot of time he's not. You know, I doubt McCracken said to him, Josh, you're going to get in a, in a firefight with this guy. You're going to get in a ruck. You're going to fight the inside. And you're going to give him exactly what he wants. No, he didn't. So that assumes to me that Joshua's not listening um, to McCracken, which is a big worry. And probably not inspired by McCracken because when you're inspired and motivated by your coach, you walk on water for him. So is that a good mix? I, I don't think so. I think um, Joshua, uh, with McCracken, it seems to be halfway in, halfway out. He's kind of, he's, he's more guarded now. He's safety first. And I think the Klitschko fight had a big effect on him. You know, um, as Cole, Cole Frotch, going back to Cole Frotch, said, he's cobra'd. You know, it's in his head now that, my goodness, I can be hit, I can be hurt. Before that fight, you just saw uh, aggression and absolute confidence and will and a forward marching from Joshua. There was no tentative, tentative or kind of slightly nervy or cautious boxing. Um, you know, he went for his man um, and he was aggressive and that's the best Joshua you're going to get. Um, like, I know, don't get me wrong. Listen, I know Charles Martin ultimately was a bum. Let's let's have it right. But that was phenomenal from um, Joshua. That spitefulness, um, that 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 decisiveness, you know. And and I I, I don't believe that um, leaving Sims, who's 
who, you know, encouraged uh, um, Joshua to be aggressive, encouraged him to take it to to his opponent, use his sheer size. Now McCracken's kind of telling him to high guard, um, play patient, and that's not Joshua's style. Um, you know, you tell well, imagine telling Wilder, I'll tuck up tight, hide behind the jab. No, you can use your size, you can use your skill set. If you did put it on Ruiz earlier, um, I think it would have been a different fight. But, you know, um, he, he, he's very tentative. Uh, you know, I've watched it back the first two rounds. He, you know, he barely threw punches. It was, it was very pitter-patter. And then, of course, a fantastic combination, um, like the old Joshua um, in the third round. But the mistake he made, a bit like Klitschko, was, you know, against the, the top fighters. And Ruiz, don't get me wrong, 35-1, and one, he's a top fighter. He's definitely top five. Um, they're going to come back. And, um, you know, Joshua was naive in his attack. Um, he left himself wide open. And, you know, he got caught. And, you know, he hasn't got an iron chin. He hasn't got a huge gas tank. Um, you can see his legs are disproportionate to his upper body. They're not huge. And they, they went. And um, Louise, ins- Louise sorry, inside has got superior hand speed. Now, if you're fighting a guy inside, whether it's down your pub, which I'm not saying is a good idea, bless <laughs> me, or in a ring, the person with the best, greater hand speed is always going to win that exchange. And that was Ruiz. So um, Joshua needed to buy his time. He needed to pick jo- um, Ruiz off at range. And I believe he'd have got him out there if it, um, in round three. Um, because, you know, Ruiz, he got up, but he was buzzed. Um, but... Joshua went gung-ho, and he got caught, and um, he never recovered, did he? Um, and then, you know, round four, round five, being, bit go, go, and I understand it, I'm not, I'm not knocking him for round four, round five, being tentative, he's trying to, like he did against Klitschko, regain his uh, composure, get his legs back, um, but round seven, the, the, obviously the KO round, he's gone straight back into the pocket, um, you know, you're fighting a guy six foot, he's what? better hand speed than you, um, you know, and you're you're giving him what he wants, um, and so it was tactically really, really bad from Joshua last night, he started tentative, um, fantastic combo to, to, to floor Ruiz, but then he's gone from being tentative to completely gung-ho, there's nothing in the middle, um, so, you know, he's got caught, he's got hurt, and he never recovered, did he? And, uh, you know, the cardio's a problem, the jab's a problem, and his relationship, I believe, with Rob McCracken is a problem. Now, he needs to make some tough decisions now. Um, I believe that, um, you know, he doesn't want a defensive-minded technical coach. I don't believe. I think he needs someone who's going to show him more aggression, uh, impose his will and size, and, you know, boss the ring. Um, it's a shame Emmanuel Stewart, uh, the legend, has, has passed away. He'd have been perfect, like he was for Lewis. Um, and Adam Booth would be good, but obviously he's busy now. He's got Joe Joyce as well, so I don't know if that would be a conflict of interest. Um, I'm just trying to think of other coaches, really, who would who'd have that mindset of aggression. I, as crazy as it sounds, I believe a Ricky Hatton would be perfect for, for Joshua in many ways, to, to show him body punches, um, you know, uh, control the ring, control his size. You need someone who's going to instill Joshua's confidence back in him because I don't think he's been the same since the Klitschko fight. 
Um, he was wobbly against Takam. He was very tentative against Parker. Povetkin had his moments against Joshua early on until the knockout. And obviously, the Ruiz fight. So, he needs to make some changes. He needs to be bold. And I believe, um, people may not agree with this, he needs to leave Rob McCracken because that relationship is not working. I'm not seeing improvement. I'm not seeing progress. I'm seeing uh, decline and, uh, and vulnerability, which is obviously a, a big worry. So, um, yeah, as for Ruiz Jr., he... Like, like everyone, he was better than I thought he would be. I knew, like I said in, the, in last week's podcast, that when you fight him inside, he's dangerous. He's got that big uh, left hook and the sort of sweeping right hook. Um, and he buzzed Parker, who's got a very solid chin. So I said, um, if Joshua's complacent, which I believe he was a bit, and if he fights tactically naive, which he did do, and if he stays in the pocket long enough, He's going to be in trouble because Ruiz has got good hand speed. But I'm not going to say I told you so. Um, I still believe Joshua was going to knock um, Ruiz out. Um, and I believe he wouldn't have been so, so A, tentative at first, and then B, gung-ho. You can't go from 0 to 100 miles per hour. Um, that's what Joshua did. He probably would have knocked um, Ruiz out. I believe Wilder will knock Ruiz out. Um, you know, he's there for the taking. Um, but he's a good fighter. But he's for for me, I'm not getting carried away with that performance from Ruiz. He's still what I call a, a B a B minus fighter. He's not elite, um, but he is dangerous. And if you don't respect him enough, and if you fight the wrong tactics, um, you're going to lose. It's like Liverpool playing Burnley. You know, if you play Burn, um, Burnley's. Um, you know, I'm not saying Burnley a long ball game, but they, they used to be a, a long ball job. You know, if you're playing that kind of style of football, you're the better team, but you're going to lose because you're playing into their hands. And that's what Joshua did last night. He played into Ruiz's hands. He played his game and ultimately he lost. So I'm looking forward to the rematch. I think Joshua needs to make some changes. He needs to look at that fight closely. It's going to be painful. It's going to hurt him. Um, but, you know, he'll, he'll learn. And that's the main thing. Hopefully he will at least. And he'll learn, right, I need to keep my distance. I need to be more aggressive with my jab. I need to, rather than, what surprised me was Ruiz was taking the centre of the ring. And, 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 and Joshua was almost dancing around him, which obviously tied him out, as you could see that. Um, he needs to take the centre of the ring, but he needs to be clever. He needs to be more aggressive, um, uh, but use his jab more. Set traps for Ruiz. You know, he need, he's going to knock Ruiz out by hitting punches that he doesn't see. Um, Ruiz has got a solid chin. He's a big guy. Um, you know, if you hit him clean and he sees it, he's going to keep coming. Um, you know, the combination that floored him, he didn't really see coming. And that's what Jeff Joshua needs to do more of. He needs to set traps. And if he does get him hurt, don't go gung-ho all of a sudden. Don't get in the range. Be patient. Pick your chances. Because you, you, I believe Joshua can still beat and stop and hurt Ruiz. But he needs to learn. He needs to get out of that pocket. He needs to, A, obviously improve, improve the cardio, boss the ring more, be more aggressive with his jab, and, um, you know, like I say, take it to Ruiz, but in, in the correct manner, in a smart manner, um, with a jab, 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 and then bang, right hand, jab, 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 bang, right hand. Don't get near, don't get in that pocket and get in a firefight with Ruiz, because he's, he's going to come out on top every t- single time. Um... You know, I don't want to keep focusing on negatives. I mean, credit to Joshua. He got up four times. He did show heart. 
And people are saying he quit, you know, because the referee asked him if he's okay. I believe um, he was just trying to get to, you know, the last time he got up, he was just trying to get to his senses. He's like, well, where am I? He's kind of like, yeah, I'm okay. Um, but I think, you know, he was a little bit glazed over. Um, and he was probably, you know, hurting. And he was trying to hide that. Um, so, but ultimately, listen, that fight was over. If he'd gone back in, he would have been caught. He'd have been floored again. And he probably wouldn't have got up the, the next time. So the ref, in a way, um, saved him from that indignity of being counted out. Um, at least, he, you know, he got stopped on his feet. But, yeah, you know... <laughs> It's just boxing, isn't it? It's a big, it's a shocker. I believe Josh was a bit complacent. Um, you know, did he prepare five weeks? Was he preparing for Ruiz? Did he watch enough tapes? Because if you watch enough tape from Ruiz, you know exactly how he's going to fight. Um, you know, tactically, it was all wrong from Joshua. Um, the first two rounds are very tentative. So, and you know, and obviously after the first two rounds, you know, Ruiz is gaining confidence. Um, so. In, there's a lot of things he can do wrong. Um, he did wrong, and he can learn from. And I, I'm, I'm, I think uh, Joshua's got a personality that he will learn from it. The rematch is likely to be in the UK, which will be a good thing. And hopefully, you know, Joshua can can get his belts back because I believe he's, he's still good enough to beat Ruiz, but he just needs to be tactically a lot smarter. And I believe that might mean. Um, leaving McCracken and going to a coach that's going to suit his style more but he's going to listen to him. and I believe Adam Booth um, um, Ricky Hatton but would he listen to Ricky Hatton I'm not so sure but Adam Booth who's kind of very um, uh, you know um, what's it called stern he doesn't take any crap um, would be very good for him but he's also a passionate coach but um, would be would be great for him but you know um, he needs to make some changes. There's no question about it, and um, I hope he does. But let me know what you guys think. I mean, listen, it was a massive shock. But were you were you impressed with Ruiz, or were you just disappointed with Joshua? I was kind of a bit of both, really. Um, and you know, where do you think Joshua sh- should uh, improve? I'm saying his fitness, his jab, and his aggression, but in a smart manner. Um, and does he need to leave Rob McCracken? So drop me a um, message on Twitch if you get a chance, on my Facebook, uh, on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, it'd be good to uh, have some uh, boxing banter with you guys about it. But uh, I'm going to stop talking now. I've gone on a little bit too long. But, you know, excuse me, but it was one of the biggest shocks in uh, heavyweight boxing ever, probably. So, yeah, so I'm a bit I'm a bit emotional right now. But uh, I do hope Joshua can bounce back and... Uh, I think he's still good enough and still young enough to do so. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you next week for more of a review on the fights last night. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you then. All right, guys. All the best. Take care. Bye.